0: I'd like to start by welcoming everyone to the meeting, is that okay? And uh, talking about uh, how it's established.
1: Good morning, members, we are live and we do have a quorum of our members. We will take the formal roll um, prior to starting because this is our first meeting in this COVID setup re- meeting remotely. We will have to take a roll call vote after each and every vote. So it can be recorded as part of the requirements and we have a, re- a remote meeting. Chair Scotland, whenever you're ready to direct the roll, we're ready to start.
0: Thank you very much. Welcome everyone to the uh, this meeting of the City of Sacramento's Compensation Commission. It's an independent commission uh, required by section 29 of the city of Sacramento code. And by article 15, section 230 of the city of Sacramento charter approved by the voters in 2002 to establish the commission for the mayor and uh, compensation for the mayor, other members of the city council and members of the city boards and commissions. So I'll call the meeting to order. Uh, Will the clerk please take the roll and uh, state that there's a quorum. Member Quada? Here.
1: Member Finch? Member Sumter? Member Fink? Here. And Chair Scotland?
0: Here. Sorry, I didn't have my video on earlier.
1: Okay, we have a quorum and members as we proceed through the meeting, if you desire to speak, please use the raise your hand function and Chair Scotland, you've been made a co-host so you'll be able to see their hands raised. Um, If by some reason we miss somebody, please feel free to speak up and then chair, when you're ready, we can move on with the consent calendar.
0: All right, thankful. Uh, Thank you. Uh, I think it'll be helpful to the audience watching uh, the streaming video. um, If the commission members who are uh, present for this meeting would just briefly introduce themselves uh, and uh, give a summary of their backgrounds. Tiffany, you want to start?
2: Sure. I'm Tiffany Think. I'm the Chief Executive Officer for Paratransit Inc. I've been on the Commission now two years. Um, We, as the CEO, we are the Senior uh, Disabled Services Agency. For sacramento county right now we're working very closely for great plates delivered we're delivering all of the meals to seniors during quarantine who are part of that program And in addition we are doing all the deliveries from sacramento food bank to seniors
0: thank you
3: tiffany david uh my name is david kawada i've been a member for i think about 10 years and i'm just happy to serve the commission
0: great thanks um i'm art scotland i was born and raised in sacramento been a resident here for 68 of my 74 years, except for six years when I went away to college and worked for a while, Um, and I'm a retired uh, judge and thus serves the chair of the commission because the code specifies the chair must be a retired judicial officer. Um, So, uh, Wendy, would you please identify yourself?
1: My name is Wendy Clark Johnson. I'm the Assistant City Clerk. I have been with the city for over 20 years <laughs> um, and, and one of my duties is to serve as clerk to various boards and commissions, including this one.
0: Thank you very much. And I th- I'll begin by talking about the order in which the agenda items will be addressed. I think it'll be helpful for me to explain the order in which each uh, agenda item will be addressed. And I began by noting that the uh, members of this commission as well as the general public were provided with the agenda package on December the 4th, 2020. and After each uh, agenda item is called, the presenter will go first uh, so that the commission and the members of the public hear exactly what is before the commission. And then uh, following the presenter uh, and before the commission deliberates and asks questions of the presenter or staff, uh, members of the public who have submitted requests to comment on an agenda item will be given the opportunity to do so. And after the public comment, the commission will then Uh, ask questions, discuss the item, uh, uh, ask questions directed to the presenter or to staff and then decide what action uh, to take on the agenda item. So we uh, will begin with the consent calendar. That's agenda items one and two. And the process adopted by this commission is that all items in the uh, consent calendar will be uh, considered and acted upon by one motion, but that anyone may request an item be removed for separate consideration. So Wendy, would you please call the two items on the consent calendar?
1: Certainly, we have two items on today's consent calendar, the approval of the um, minutes from the meeting of last year in April of 19, and adopting a calendar for the upcoming year of 2021.
0: And to my understanding, there are no presenters on this uh, consent.
1: There are no presenters and there are no calls from the public.
0: Okay, thank you. So, is there a motion to approve the consent calendar?
2: This is Tiffany, I'll move.
0: Second. Second? Second. All right. Um, all in favor?
1: Aye. Aye. Uh, Unfortunately, I have to do a roll call vote. Oh, sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> all in this. favor? Member Fink? Aye. Member Quada? Aye. Mayor Scotland? Aye. Motion passes.
0: All right, thank you. Um, Wendy, would you please call the first item on the discussion calendar?
1: Discussion calendar item three is a selection of the Compensation Commission Vice Chair of 2020. As the Chair previously mentioned, the code sets forth who shall serve as Chair. And we have Mr. Scotland for that honor and duty. And so we'll be looking for a Vice Chair for the upcoming, for a calendar year starting today.
0: And uh, at our meeting on February the 13th, uh, 2019 the commission chose Tiffany Fink to uh, serve as vice chair and she's done so very ably in that uh, regard and I'm just asking is anyone else uh, on the commission interested in serving in that capacity? Uh, hearing none are you interested uh, Tiffany in continuing to serve as vice chair?
2: Yes I'd be willing to continue to serve as vice chair.
0: Okay great um, and uh, was were there any uh, public uh, comments on that? No sir. All right, do I have a motion to select Tiffany Fink as vice chair, David? I will make a motion. I'll second that motion. Um, any discussion? Okay, all in favor?
1: Okay, I'll have to call the roll for that. Commissioner Fink? Yes. Commissioner Quada? Aye. Chair Scotland?
0: Aye. All right, the next uh, item on the agenda is item four. Four and uh, Wendy, would you please call that item?
1: Item four, of the discussion calendar is the annual review of compensation for the mayor, the council members and public members of the city boards and commissions.
0: Thank you. Before we have the presentation on that issue, that item, I'd like to present, provide some background on the responsibility of the compensation commission so that those that are watching can understand what our mandate is and uh, the background for it. So um, together, uh, Article 15, Section 230 of the City of Sacramento Charter and Section 29 of the City of Sacramento Code require the Compensation Commission to annually set compensation for the mayor and council members uh, that is reasonable, quote, reasonable and consistent with other cities, similar in size and structure, unquote. And in my former job as a uh, judge for many years, I and my colleagues interpreted and applied codes. And in so doing, we applied established rules of statutory construction. Uh, if the words of an enactment are not ambiguous, their plain meaning governs, and the words must be given their ordinary, usual meaning, construed in the context of the apparent purpose of the enactment. And applying these rules to section 29 of uh, Sacramento city code, this commission concluded in 2019 at our meetings in 2019, that similar commonly means nearly, but not exactly the same as size in the context of section 29 means population structure uh, in the context of section 29 commonly means uh, in the manner of organization and operation of uh, integ- uh, integrated parts of the whole, uh, such as whether the work of the mayor or council members is full-time or part-time, how often the council meets, uh, whether they also whether they also sit on city commissions, uh, committees, and boards, they meaning the uh, council members, whether they have regular hours for constituents whether they attend constituents events during the day or evening, uh, whether the local government includes a city manager and other such factors. Quote, reasonable in the context of compensation commonly means, quote, logical, justified, supported, unquote. And, quote, consistent means, quote, in conformity with, in accord with. That's the test we apply. Uh, The measure, so to speak, is that the amount of compensation paid by the city of Sacramento to its mayor and council members must be logical and in conformity with the compensation that other cities nearly the same in population and in the structure of their city councils pay to their mayors and council members. And at this uh, commission's meeting on February 13th, 2019, we applied this test and we identified nine cities Similar to Sacramento in the size of their populations, and the structure and manner uh, in which their city councils operate. Then, at our meetings on February 13th and April 3rd of 2019, this commission uh, examined the compensation paid to mayors and council members and uh, uh, of those nine cities, and compared. Uh, them with the compensation paid to Sacramento's mayor and council members. And as required by section 29 of the city code, we set the compensation to be paid to Sacramento's mayor and council member at figures we found would make their compensation, quote, reasonable and consistent with that of mayors and council members of other cities, similar in size and structure, unquote. So as required by the city charter and city code, we now must apply that test in section 29 to determine uh, the compensation that uh, now uh, must be paid to the mayor and council members and incorporated into the city's fiscal year 2021 uh, budget. And as we did in 2019, we also must set the compensation to be paid uh, to public members of the city's boards and commissions, uh, excluding this one, of course, because we are not paid for our services. Uh, To this end, I would, uh, or we, the committee uh, commission would invite a presentation on this agenda item. And uh, by the way, uh, please note that the members of this commission will reserve any questions until after we hear uh, any public comments, uh, so that in fairness to the public, who comment, we can consider their comments when we ask questions of the presenters and discuss the item. So with that, I uh, invite a presentation by the presenters.
4: Thank you, Chair Scullin. Uh This is Shelley Banks Robinson, the Human Resources Director. And as you can see from the report, we have attached the uh, proposed draft of the mayor and council member resolution for compensation Uh, We have also included what other bargaining units in the city including charter officers and unrepresented folks have received in the city this year. Um, If you notice, charter officers and unrepresented have received nothing in addition to um, our mid managers and our fire association which are in negotiations. uh, One of the contracts has been expired for six months and the other one is expiring in a few days. Uh, one of the most significant changes in the resolution is the update to health care in article 3.1 of the resolution, increasing level of health care for employee only single employee plus one and employee plus full family. Uh, there are other minor changes throughout the document. A lot of it is cleanup. Um, I do have a salary survey to share with you. It is in an Excel document. And if you'd be okay with me sharing that, I could do so right now on the screen. Would that be okay?
0: Well, that would be okay, but I guess the question is, why wasn't that shared with us uh, prior to this meeting so we could prepare for anything?
4: uh Honestly, I did not anticipate doing a salary survey this year as the report stated, we generally don't do salary surveys for any classification in the city more than every three to five years. Um, and on, again, especially during COVID, I did not anticipate this meeting at all, much less doing a survey to discuss salaries. Um, all right, but I've
0: already I've already violated my my directive that we don't ask any questions until after. Oh, I'm
4: sorry. I know that was my no, that
0: was my fault. I asked I asked a question that I shouldn't have. So uh, yes, why don't you uh, share that with us, please?
4: Okay. Okay, I'm going to enlarge it, hopefully. So does that does that seem large enough for everyone to view? Uh
0: yes.
4: Okay. This is similar to what you received last year in your report. It is still the compensation uh, for the mayor is sorted high to low, um, and then the compensation for the council members sorted high to low. The columns that I did add because I wanted you to see the difference between last year's data and this year's data. Um, I have added, uh, this is the salary that you received in column G. This is what you viewed last year. This is the total comp that I have seen online this year. I will say mayor and council member salaries are incredibly hard to find in a lot of agencies. Um, While the numbers, you know, Some of them are online, some of them I actually did have to go to the public pay website to get, so they may be a year behind. Uh, But what I wanted to show you, the difference between the two columns is the percent difference of last year versus this year's salary for each agency. Um, I also have a calculation chart up here, that if you said you wanted to give the mayor 2%, that you could calculate, Council four percent. So we could we could calculate your numbers while you're discussing this item if you like. And may I ask the clerk a question? Go ahead. Uh, Would it be okay to email this to the commission? Yes. I'm copying that to you, and I'll add it
1: to the record, please, Shelley.
4: Say one more time.
1: Copy me on the email, or if you want me to send it, sorry. Oh yeah, you
4: know, I sent this to uh, Let me send it to you right now, Wendy. I don't have their email.
1: Yeah, no, go ahead and send it to me and I'll send it out.
4: Okay. All right, it is, should be in your box.
1: It might take a second down here in chambers, but i all as soon as it comes in, I'll send it.
4: Okay. Uh, So if you'd like to go over any particular portion of this document, I did want to note that City of Sacramento kind of lines out in the middle, almost the middle for the mayor uh, in in the high to low sorting and it is right in the middle for the council members. So if you have any questions by now just by viewing it online or once Wendy is able to get that and email it to you, I would be more than happy to answer
0: anything that you see. All right, uh, thank you. And, and now is the time for members of the commission to uh, discuss the agenda item, assuming there's no public comment. Has, has there been any requests for public comment? No, sir, we
1: have no calls for public comment.
0: All right, so um, uh, as I said, this is the time for us to uh, on the commission to discuss the agenda item, ask presenters any questions we might have and then take uh, action that we deem appropriate. I, I do, if it's okay with the other members of the commission, I would like to begin our discussion by raising points regarding the documents included in the agenda item for this annual compensations review. Is that okay with uh, you, Tiffany and David? Okay. So uh, on page two, the document states that on at our February 13th and April 3rd, 2019 meetings, the commission identified 10 comparable cities, including the city of Riverside. However, um, at our February 13th meeting, we did not include Riverside as a comparable city for purposes of establishing compensation required by the uh, city charter and the city code. And as reflected in the minutes, we just approved for the April 3rd meeting, we pointed that out and uh, uh, said that the documents we had received for that meeting incorrectly included the city of Riverside as a comparable city. Therefore, we passed a motion to remove Riverside as a comparable city for the purposes of setting Sacramento City Council compensation that is reasonably consistent with the salaries paid to the council members of um, other cities similar inside the structure as required by section 29 of the city codes. And as we explained then, Uh, Riverside is significantly smaller than Sacramento in terms of population. It has a part-time city council and its wards, which uh, Sacramento calls districts, uh, its wards have substantially fewer residents than do Sacramento's council districts, meaning far fewer constituents per council member. Thus, uh, once again, uh, this commission will not consider Riverside as a comparable city for this purpose. Uh, before us, and I ask uh, that staff uh, that the documents pre- prepared for future compensation commission meetings do not include Riverside as a comparable
4: city. Uh, can that be done? Yes, absolutely, Chair Scotland. And I wondered why you said nine and I had 10. That explains that. Thank you. Okay. I will adjust that.
0: All right, and then the second thing is, um, and this has been corrected now, but um, just just moments ago in reviewing the documents provided to us for this agenda item, I discovered it uh, did not include the current salaries and benefits paid to city council members of the nine cities that this commission found are comparable to Sacramento for the purposes of determining compensation under section 29. It did contain a chart of uh, Sacramento employee salary increases in 2020, but that's not the standard that this commission must apply. We're really limited to the test set forth in section 29 of the city code. So without a list of current salaries and benefits paid to council members of the nine comparable cities, uh, we're unable to decide what if any change is required uh, in the compensation of Sacramento's mayor and council members. Now I know you've I know you provided this at this uh, late moment, but would you agree with that, um, a uh, suggestion that without having the current salaries and benefits to the best that you can get them uh, paid to city council members of nine comparable cities, um, we were unable to decide what, the, if any change is required in the compensation of Sacramento's mayor and city council members. Would you agree with that?
4: Um, well, yes, I'll, I'll agree that you should have this.
0: Okay. Now now the document recommends that a total compensation survey should be performed at least every three years, as you pointed out. And it says, as such, the next salary survey using the Commission's, the Compensation Commission's 2019 benchmark agency should be performed no earlier than 2022, unless the council requests an alternative timeline. So um, I'll just ask you another question. Uh, Isn't it more appropriate, uh, indeed essential, for this commission to obtain the annual compensation survey in order to be able to annually comply with section 29? Would you agree with that?
4: To have it annually.
0: Okay, so um, the recommended resolution for the compensation commission, uh, establishing the compensation for the mayor, the city council, and members of the city boards and commissions for fiscal year 2021, contains, um, excuse me, so uh, I'm getting ahead of myself here. So um, one more one more question, sorry. Uh, the recommended resolution uh, that I just referred to um, contains, as you pointed out, substantive changes to health and welfare contributions by the city, uh, covered dependents, deferred uh, compensation plans, uh, pre-Medicare retirees and Medicare retirees, survivor dependence benefits, payroll errors, and boards and commissions. And you briefly did uh, explain the bases for these proposed changes. Um, uh, Could you just do that one more time uh, for my benefit?
4: Yes, all of the items, well, actually all of the items, including the healthcare benefit changes, are items that we have made to other bargaining units, to our unrepresented folks. Uh, in their labor agreements or the unrepresented resolution. It mirrors the language and it is for consistency purposes. Um, and to make their health benefits equal to what other employees in the city are receiving. Uh, there are no substantive changes in the other articles except for on page 6 of 10, well, let's see, on, on item, 4.1G, Now 4.1H of the resolution. Uh, We extend that the rights are extended through December of 2021, instead of they actually, this date wasn't updated in the past. Um, So that would make sure that the members still get those benefits through that year. Generally, we update that date every year that we bring it to the commission. And yeah nothing else is, it's not a substance of change and it doesn't mirror anything we've done with other
0: units. Thank you, that's uh, very helpful. Um, do other members of the commission have any questions for the presenter? Okay, hearing none, um, I would like at this time to invite a motion to request an annual salary survey, as I indicated, I think in, for, in order for us to be able to comply with the uh, standard that we are required, with the tests were required, we need to have annually a um, information on the salaries and compensation that are paid to the council members of the other nine comparable cities. Um, otherwise we simply can't comply with the test required by section 29. So uh, could I uh, respectfully invite a motion to request a, uh, that this commission request an annual salary survey
3: Uh, I will go ahead
0: and move. All right. Do I have a second?
2: I will second, but I do have one question.
0: Sure. Uh, Yeah, we'll have discussion. Okay, so it's been moved and uh, seconded, so uh, this is time for discussion or questions.
2: The question I would have for HR is, is there a way to find out of these cities, how many of them have built in escalation, which might, because if many of these, if any of these cities have worried increases at a certain percent over a certain number of years, it would be helpful to know that. Because if most of them adopt a number and then have multiple years,
4: we may be able to come back and incorporate that instead of doing a full survey each year. Yes. Um, I, on the note of, on the bottom of this survey, there was only one uh, that the clerk had found that did have built-in increases, and that was the City of Denver. Uh, we also couldn't find the City of Denver's salary posted anywhere online, uh, so I do uh, you know I would want to confirm that salary, uh, but we can certainly look and uh, see if any others have built-in increases. My my guess is they do not
0: though. All right, thank you. Any other questions by members of the commission? So it's been moved and seconded that the commission request an annual salary survey. Um, uh, I should say salary and compensation survey. Um, May I amend my... uh, uh, Can I, uh, David, would you amend your motion to say salary and compensation survey? So moved. And would, uh, Tiffany, would you accept that amendment? Seconded. All right, Uh, all in favor, call the roll please.
1: Member Fink? Aye. Member Quada. Aye. Member Scotland?
0: Aye. Okay, well, I I prepare uh, quite a bit for these meetings ahead of time. And um, I was prepared at this time to invite a motion to say that due to the lack of any evidence to support a change in salaries paid to uh, uh, Sacramento's council member, we'd have to set the salaries at the same levels that the commission set for the 2019, 2020 fiscal year. But now you've given us um, at this late moment, uh, this um, information so um, I would ask the for your help um, to walk through you you said we're about in the middle okay but would you highlight for us then again and remove forget Riverside we're not considering Riverside would yes. you uh, let's start with the mayor and um, show where we are compared to the other cities
4: yes um- I am, this is where I would like a little more research, like the city of San Francisco, I have no idea why their total comp went from 300,000 to 351. Um, that There's was a, a high
0: end of the range anyway. Other yes,
4: yes, definitely. That was a significant increase. And if you notice a lot of these had, well, not a lot, but three of them had significant increases since we last met. I'm not sure what prompted that. Uh, but it definitely, from my perception, skewed the numbers a little bit. Of course, I'm not the one making these salaries. So, from our mayor's perspective, it, I'm sure he was—he would like to know why he's not making as much. Uh, but you know, the range—it ranges from 351 at the high end to 100,000 at the low end. And I—I I really the 351 is so far out that I wouldn't even consider it in this, in this
0: deliberation. So, so if we, um, if we increased, uh, if we found that section 29 required us to increase uh, the mayor's salary to the salary compensation, total compensation of the um, city of Portland that would put Sacramento right in the middle. Is that correct?
4: Yes, it would be right in the middle. Okay,
0: and it would be um, sixteen thousand dollars more than Fresno. Um, it would be uh, forty-two thousand. I'm forty-one thousand, roughly uh, above uh, Denver, and it would be uh, forty-nine thousand plus above. San Diego is that correct
3: correct All
0: right. Um, I hate to rush into decisions at the last minute but um, without really thinking about this but it seems that that probably is uh, appropriate to move the uh, compensation up to consistent with Portland which would be uh, right in the middle um, any other thoughts uh, by other? Any thoughts by other members? Um, David, you're the longest serving on this commission. What do you? What thoughts do you have?
3: Yeah, I I think um, that sounds reasonable in terms of, um, in comparison to the other comparable cities, um, it makes sense to, to have a mayor salary close to the Portland level.
0: Uh, Tiffany.
2: I think that is important. I do have a question for HR though. Is there, do you have any idea why there's such variance between the mayor council member relationship in some of these cities? Because when you look between them, um, as we adjust, I'm curious what the role is of the mayor in like for say Portland, where they make barely more than the mayor now. And we're considering that. But if you look at them compared to the role of the council member, portland's council members significantly outpace the city of sacramento and i know we had a big discussion last year about workload so i'm just curious if we have any idea as we're trying to find middle but if it's also based size and all these other things it does get thrown off when the jurisdictions are so unaligned between council and uh, mayor yes and the uh, so are dedicated like a strong mayor type thing versus the current structure where the mayor is treated more like a council member
4: yeah, now we did not do a workload survey like we did last year or a structural survey. Uh, so the, the structure hasn't changed, but I just unhid some columns, uh, some rows, row 37 through 49 that hopefully you can see on the screen. And this is the same type of chart that we did last year, at least on the back end, to tell the percent salary difference between the mayor and the council. So it has the salary difference and the percent difference. So you'll see the percent difference between each agency of what they pay their, their council members versus their mayor. And it, it's just such a huge range of difference. I mean, San Diego is almost nothing all the way up to Long Beach, which was 249 percent difference. Now, we do still have in column C the form of government. hmm
0: Let me ask a, a question. I'm sorry, Tiffany. Did that? Uh, did, did you have any other questions uh, in that regard?
2: The only question is, and I'm trying to think off the top of my head, are any of the cities on here strong mayor cities? Just because that was an issue that just came up in the city, and I know mean, there's sensitivity about if we're then comparing the mayor's compensation to a strong mayor city. I just want to make sure that we're not we're keeping in mind what just happened with the measure that passed, which didn't move the city that direction.
4: Well, uh, uh, Wendy, I wasn't involved in the first part of that survey, so I want to make sure that I'm saying this correctly, that in column C, if it says mayor council, it is a strong mayor. And if it says council manager, it would be a city manager form of government. Does that sound correct?
1: Right, That those, um, excuse me, were updated by the consultant and you're exactly right when it says mayor council, that is a strong mayor. Um, Jurisdiction and council manager mirrors what we have here in Sacramento. Okay.
4: So Portland, well, in Portland just says commission. So I'm assuming it is similar to a strong mayor where the commission runs it and not a a a city manager form of government.
0: Would you do me a favor and pull up the salary again? Because that's interesting. Um, Separating salary from total compensation.
4: Uh, on the mayor or the chart? Yeah, ma- that- I mean. On mean On the mayor?
0: Yeah. I yes. thought you had a separate one, but I guess I was. Yes. No, this
4: is the mayor. This is the total compensation chart for the mayor okay. here. Uh, so total okay. comp is in column H.
0: So the, uh, it shows that the, uh, the salary of the uh, mayor of portland is 149
4: 260. yes and that's uh,
0: just total compensation so they uh, there's no other benefits
4: nothing that i could find online um california is the most transparent state uh cities outside of california are not as transparent as we are
2: mm-hmm. uh,
4: so this is when you know i, I would like a, a true salary survey done that also includes benefits Because this one, while it says, yes, we have benefits and and everyone else does too, it doesn't say how much we offer, which is a significant form of compensation. So in in the next surveys that you see, you will see more data on these. Uh, But just to clarify, the salary, the actual salary for the city of Sacramento is 136. So if you want to look at total comp being 149, or is
0: it the salary you would like at 149? Well, that's the, so unfortunately, that's the problem the conundrum that I feel that uh, I personally that I'm in because it sounds like we don't have enough data here to make a determination because we don't know, right?
4: my this is not the way that the the HR department does surveys and it does include more data Um, and for the really hard to find stuff we we definitely need more time to get you that information and I would like to request um, kind of a timeline for when you want these meetings so that we can be prepared annually we have them annually
0: but of course that uh, it's been very difficult to schedule meetings because of COVID Uh, Wendy, I have a question for you. Um, If we uh, defer this issue to a later meeting this year, uh, as soon as we can get the necessary um, evidence, so to speak, compensation comparisons, um, uh, does that create a problem?
1: and Gus I know you're on the call if you chime in the charter requires that you meet annually and you're doing just that right now so I think that would meet that requirement um, you can certainly defer this portion to another meeting and just handle the um, boarding commission that's an option the other piece is that we can I, in this moment I cannot commit to you a time in December just as you already mentioned due to the chambers being booked and then of course we are closed during the two-week recess for repairs but we could meet um, conceivably in January. And of course, I also have to defer to she- um, Shelley. is how long would it take for her to put that kind of report together?
4: Yes, we do hire a consultant for these types of surveys, uh, especially when the data is not transparent. So I would need to check if I rush it, if I ask them to rush it, they will probably get it to me in two to three weeks.
0: And, um, so if we met again uh, in 2021 as a, as a continuation essentially of this meeting, we've, we've complied with our annual mandate. Uh, but in terms of making the change for the 2021 20, uh, fiscal year, if we don't make that determination until say January or February, that would still apply retroactively. I mean, that would apply, is that correct, Shelley?
4: Yes, there's nothing that prevents you from meeting in January, as long as you have fulfilled this year's obligation of having at least one meeting. And it would it would be very helpful if you did approve the resolution that increased the health benefits because that is a salary increase.
0: Right, it's so, in so basically, term. yeah, basically, if we at this point, for lack of sufficient evidence, if we at this point uh, approved, a, uh, approved the recommended resolution, uh, with section 2.1 having to do with the compensation adjusted uh, by 0% at this point. Uh, and then we adopted all of the uh, recommended changes to article 3, 4, and 5.1. And then we also um, uh, set as recommended uh, the uh, 2021 compensation for city boards and commissions. Um, we could. Uh, that would be. That would be passing a resolution that we could then amend, when uh, with respect to compensation paid to the mayor and council members. Once we get that additional data, is that correct?
4: That is correct. Though I would ask that guests on the line, uh, yeah. would it be an amendment or would it be a new resolution?
0: It would be a new. It would be a new resolution. I would think. I suppose.
5: Yeah, uh, we could. We could clean it up with a new resolution. Uh, Judge Scotland. Um, just for the record, Gustavo Martinez, Sacramento City Attorney's Office. I uh, but the only the only um, uh, question, uh, only issue we would have is that our office has historically taken the position that pay cannot be retroactive, so um, it could only be going forward. So when you met in January, say fifteenth, the if you increase the pay or decrease the pay, you have that option too. Um, is that it would be going forward, not backwards.
0: So, even if we uh, adopt this resolution today, um, the amount that we would select would go only forward from this day. Is that correct? Correct. Okay. Um,
4: and I, if I may would, remind, oh, I'm sorry.
0: Go ahead, please. Show.
4: If I may remind the chair what we did last year, we gave a small incremental increase in the February meeting and then came back in April and gave the council an additional increase. So, that's also an option if you, if you feel that you need to give something today. Um, well, that was
0: based, Shelley, that was based on the, we did have evidence that from which we could make that initial one, but we felt there was more evidence that we needed uh, and we directed the gathering of additional evidence. And then based upon that, we made an additional increase, but we did have the evidence. My problem that I have right now for me personally is that I don't think we have enough evidence to be able to apply Section 29 properly at, right now, and um, um, and and I just think you know I just think of my duty and how you interpret statutes and how you apply that. We have to have the right the amount of data, and if we were to make any change at this point, it, it it doesn't it's not based on complete data. So what we choose could be too much or it could be too little. And uh, if it's too much, um, then, you know, it's kind of hard to roll that back. So, so that's just, I'm just being real candid expressing my concern about not having enough data. Um, I don't know how the other commission members feel about it. My preference would be to, to um, approve this resolution at this point with a 0% change in salary and compensation with the understanding that we're going to meet as soon as conceivably possible to revisit the issue with all the data that we need.
2: This is Tiffany. First thing, it wouldn't be 0% because we approve benefits and they're considered compensation. It would be 0% salary, I believe. But I do have a question for Shelly. If we were to do a salary survey, is there a way to look at the benefits not only on a dollar benefit? Because I worry that because we have multiple states involved and there are a lot of statutory things related to the benefit piece that are so different in salaries, If we could actually go and ask these cities, how many of them have council benefits that are equivalent to their employees? Because I think one of the important things here is if the city offers employee plus one and council gets employee plus one, that means council is in par with the, with the um, staff. I'd be more curious, I guess, on a relationship like that as it becomes um, related because healthcare depends on what jurisdiction you live in. It's more expensive to buy healthcare in the Bay Area than Sacramento, but that's not true compensation. That's really, I think, tied to the wage for the impact of a salary because you can't change those. And as an employer who has employees in multiple jurisdictions, I don't make the other employees pay more for their, their share of employment benefits. If their premiums cost more, they still pay 10% of whatever that premium is. I have to eat the differential. So it would be for me, very important going forward on the benefits that we look more at the relationship of what is the coverage and is it more of a councils get a percentage of staff, council gets equal to the staff. Because I think if we truly go on a value of benefits to value of benefits, we are going to have worse time trying to find parity when you have PERS and not PERS and bad in medical. I'm not sure that we could ever get to something that doesn't throw the salary really out of effect.
4: Well, and I have to tell you, in doing this research, one of my biggest concern is on the pay website for all agencies, a lot of them listed lump sum payments and deferred comp, and, but it's not in our data and it's not on their website. And I need to dig in to see what those actual uh, dollars were. Uh, for instance, you know we, we don't pay anything for deferred comp or 401 for our mayor and council but it seemed from the numbers that other people did. And I
5: just, I would like a better picture of what we pay. Just for historical purposes, um, and Commissioner Kawada may, may recall um, in the past, the um, the commission asked the, the city to uh, align the benefits with the unrepresented folks, um, employees, because of the challenge that the, of trying to make this all work um, with different uh, council members, different cities, different benefit packages. It just became very complex so that uh, the prior commissioners would say, we'll just make it align with the charters and, and that will give us um, at least a ballpark figure of where we can be. And that has historically been the case um, through, through this, through this period. No, the prior commissions have also asked, okay, what's the state of the budget of the city? Um, you know, Are we in a, a, a positive uh, a budget? Are we in a negative budget? Um, so they would consider that. And in some cases, uh, when, when the unreps uh, receive zero increase, uh, the commission would do the same, um, taking that position of alignment. Uh, the reason being there's the budget is suffering. Um, and so, therefore, they would use that as, a, as, a, uh, as, as one of the criteria that they considered. But Judge Scotland's got it correct. I mean, you look at the whole picture, which is the reasonable and, uh, package. So I just throw that in there of what prior commissions have looked at. Um, but, of course, you are uh, a new commission and you have new, new directions. And so that's uh, totally reasonable to, to look at other uh, criteria than just what the charter officers did.
2: I, this is Tiffany. I have a question, I guess it'd be essentially a motion. What if we at this point adopted the resolution put forward by, um, the city for benefits and we directed staff to come back to us as part of the budget development process in 2021 for, um, reflection so we can look at the city's ability. Cause I think COVID while we have everything that's written in the charter, COVID is a whole new world. The ability to pay the reduction of service um, not only for us, but for every jurisdiction here um, not knowing what's out there right now with federal relief on if there will be stimulus coming into the cities to help up prop up departments or if we will see large scale reductions or renegotiations of contracts across all of these jurisdictions. Um, I know several of the jurisdictions on here outside the state have already been very public about their ability to have to slash service if they cannot fund um, Portland probably being the most vocal but Denver has been there as well in Seattle. That it would make me think that maybe we move this forward and tie it to the budget to make sure that while we want to be fair we don't want to then compensate and find out that everyone else froze because they can't compensate or cause reductions elsewhere in the budget um i think there's too many moving pieces with the world we live in that are this is the one time where everything is not normal um, and i think if we can do the healthcare, care which is important and i know it's open enrollment time so probably very timely um, and then we could re- revisit it probably in like the February timeframe so we can have the budget estimates from the city on that. I would also give HR the time to be able to go talk to these jurisdictions, not only about where they're at, but if they have anything coming forward that they see in their budget for reduction or revisiting anything, because we could vote and then have them all slash or reduce benefits too.
0: So uh, yeah, that's a, that's a good point. Uh, Tiffany, you always raised very good points. Um, in response to uh, Gustavo's very helpful input, um, in terms of past commissions, considering uh, the uh, revenue of the city, and that might be a reason why not to raise a salary, um, that's kind of a policy decision. You know, that's not, we we have to apply the statute. And um, the statute says, We have to give established compensation that's reasonable, et cetera, et cetera, that I've already said. And that the the policy decision whether to um, not comply, that's not right. We have to comply with the statute. And if there are reasons why uh, complying with the statute maybe is, uh, uh, you know, uh, gives uh, gives additional monies when the city is a little bit strapped. I mean, that's something, that's a policy decision. The, the members of those offices could decline to take that, that additional money then under those circumstances. But I just don't see us as a commission being able to consider that policy issue in coming up with the um, with the amount of compensation. Uh, that's that's question not what our-,
2: security, our What would it take for us to be able to have that added in as an option could the city do that? Modify that portion.
4: So may I may I just say one thing? I and I am not an advocate for not giving increases. That is not what I'm saying. I I do know that um, four or five of the past ten years, mayor and council did got they got no increase at all. So I'm not sure what happened in those years, but I don't think that there was a a decision or a policy decision by council to reject an increase. I think it would have happened at commission either they got it or they did not. So I'm, again, I'm not aware of what happened, but I do know that there were many years that they did not receive an increase.
0: One one thing that we could consider, I think uh, perhaps um, is Tiffany's point that there are differences in jurisdictions and health care costs might be more in the sacramento region of california than it is in the other regions where city councils are and um maybe the primary focus should be on salary but then again that might uh, then not comply with section 29 gustavo i'm gonna put you on the spot here <laughs> because uh, then if you added up the salary and the other compensation, then it might not, well, you know, consist, there's a range for a consistent right. way so.
5: so, and I think that's, go ahead, I'm sorry.
0: No, please, I interrupted you.
5: No, I, I think you just said it, there's a range, right, that you have from the bottom mm-hmm. to the top. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you could pick in there uh, and, and look at different criteria, factors I think every commissioner is going to think their own way. As long as you make a final conclusion that it is reasonable and um, comparable to at least one of those cities, in there, right? Um, It doesn't mean you have to be in the middle. It doesn't mean you have to be in the top or the bottom. You just have to be reasonable within that range. Um, And I really used to preach this to prior commissions because before Judge Scotland was on here, um, they would take the position of, we're just going to align it to whatever the Charter officers get. So um, I would tell them, you know, that's okay to to use that as a criteria, but don't use that exclusively as your marker. And so um, you want to look at the totality of circumstances, right, and bring it all together to make that final conclusion so that you meet the statutory requirement. Um, So there were times in the past when they were, the, the commission would just meet for 30 seconds and say, okay, the, there's no charge, there's no change to the uh, charter commission, to the uh, charter officer, so we're done. Um, and we would be done in five minutes. So I would just try to stress that you want to look at everything.
0: And, and I agree with that. And, and it, in my view, it, it would make no sense to have members of the city council get uh, fewer health benefits and all of that. I just think that that has to be consistent with um, uh, the others that are employed by the city of Sacramento. So really, uh, we could be focusing primarily on salary unless and, and to the extent uh, a change of salary plus the conversation would put it way out of whack uh, with the other comparable cities. But um, uh, we might be able to uh, simplify this a bit by having a primary focus
5: on salaries,
0: would that does that make any sense, Gustavo?
5: That that was the reason why we had the alignment uh, direction from the commission before, which is let's live, let's just allow the benefits to align uh, with the chart with the charters, um, and then that'll ease the pressure on the commission uh, to just focus on there on the uh, salaries. I don't, I don't mind. My-
0: I don't mind having pressure. <laughs> you know, we have to do our job. But uh, I guess the point uh, that uh, Tiffany made, and the point that you made, and I think I was watching David uh, nodding his head up and down is that we um, we can't have a system where our city council members are getting fewer health and other benefits. Uh, so the primary focus would be salary, and then, but we we'd need to know the other compensation of the comparable cities, because if including that with, you know, comparing salaries puts, you know, just skews it way out of the range, then we have to rethink that. But, um, so.
2: I have a question uh, for the attorney. What is the ability or how hard would it be? And I know it wouldn't be today to be able to look at adding a provision and I know charter amendments are really impossible but looking at the ability when a local emergency is declared to be able to direct us to be able to not have you know to allow us to set aside during times of a local emergency um, this factor I think that the one thing I'm very cognizant of the fact that we're looking at we have to compare the officer the uh, electeds to electeds elsewhere I think the challenge we also have to realize, realize is if you put it in the environment of Sacramento where the state employees took a massive pay cut You're seeing city employees go without raises. There's a different climate that also is there. If at the top, we're like, we have to give them a raise because others make more. There's the question of intent versus the question of like practicality. And at what point due to this environment, does that become a challenge in the message that's sent that um, grant, it it really puts the pressure on the electeds to then have to refuse it if they want to get around it. And so I just didn't know if there's anything in there. I know there's a lot of other things that when you have an emergency kind of change. Um, from just having to go through process but it made me wonder if in light of some of this if that's something we should look at in the future where we don't have to give a raise because it says we're supposed you know the line it's kind of this weird dynamic where it could send a really interesting message to line staff if we're sitting there negotiating no raises we can't afford it but everyone at the top got one because they're out of alignment
5: yeah the the short answer is no we can't amend the constitution of the city essentially the charter without the the voters making the change even under emergency uh situation um but that's why you you, you, you can as a commissioner though think about a wide criteria um and it may be policy it may be um other uh, issues that you're that you're bringing up because there are unique situations where as a commission um as the attorney for for this commission what i want you to do is come up with a final conclusion that uh makes all of you comfortable with meeting the statutory requirement. Whether that's because of COVID, whether it's because of uh, you feel a a city should be making more or less, uh, bring that all into one final conclusion in your mind um, and then make that decision. As long as it's within that range is what I'm looking for uh, between the lowest and the highest. Somewhere in there, I think we can make a, a defensible argument that whatever your decision is, is it meets the statutory requirement. But of course I'll, I'll defer to judge Scotland because he, he knows more than I do in this regard, but, but that would be my, my opinion.
2: So what if we, and I'll put this out there. What if we were to make a motion to approve the resolution, adjusting benefits and direct staff to do a salary survey, as well right. as a review of effects from COVID about this, because if all, if across the board, all of the jurisdictions are freezing, then that would send a message that the nine cities, while there's this, no one's adjusting their alignment as an effect. Then I think it would open up to us to come back in the spring and look at do we adjust in accordance with how they're approaching it? Because that's a consistent approach with a consistent compensation. Do we want to increase at that time? If we find out everyone's freezing because of COVID, do we want to take the path that every other jurisdiction's doing? And so still staying in alignment on policy with the nine cities, but it will give us some time to really ask this COVID question about how everyone's affecting this, since it really is this kind of unique bubble about everything right now.
5: Well, I'm, go ahead. I'm sorry, Gustavo. No, I'm. if you wanted basically a continuance in order to do more due diligence, that's certainly reasonable. You
0: know, Gustavo, I want to compliment you. And I I don't say things I don't mean. I, I found your advice at the previous commission meetings to be incredibly helpful, incredibly insightful. And I think you're, your input here is uh, again uh, helpful and very insightful. Thank you. Um, so I'm, I'm getting—I I might be getting a sense that uh, we uh, we might pursue it this way and see if the others, uh, you others members of the commission, agree. We could uh, have a motion to approve the recommended resolution uh, with Section 2.1, which deals with salaries, mayor and council members' salaries. With that saying that that would uh, be adjusted by zero percent that's 2.1 a and 2.1 b that would be zero percent and then just have the current salaries then we could uh, approve the resolution um, adopting all of the other recommended changes to fringe benefits health and welfare clauses uh, retirement clauses payroll errors uh, and then we could also set the uh, compensation uh, for uh, boards and commissions, uh, excluding this one, because we, we don't get any money. Um, we could do that now and then revisit uh, 2.1 after we get additional information as early as possible. Is that, does that make sense? Is that doable? Well, it's doable, of course. We can do and we feel is appropriate. But does that make sense? How about to the other members of the commission? I'm here. I'm seeing you uh, nod your head, Kelly. So that makes sense to you. Yes. Yeah. I mean, yes. yes.
5: Legally, yes, too.
0: Okay. So uh, could then I invite a motion to approve the recommended resolution establishing the compensation for the mayor, the city council, and members of city boards and commissions for fiscal year 2021? with section 2.1 A, adjusting the annual salary of the mayor by 0% so that the mayor will continue to receive the salary the commission previously set for fiscal year 2019-2020 by, and 2.1 B, the annual salary of council members being adjusted by 0% So each member, uh, other council member, uh, receives an annual salary that is um, consistent with uh, what we um, approved last year. Um, uh, They would continue to receive the salaries that we the commission previously set for fiscal year 2019-2020. That we adopt all of the recommended changes to Article Three, Article Four article 5.1 and we set as recommended the fiscal year 2021 compensation for city boards and commissions um, with the understanding that we are directing the uh, staff to uh, provide the information additional information that we have requested in this meeting concerning the salary and compensation of the other nine comparable cities did, that, did I articulate that clear enough, Gustavo? Yes. Uh, would uh, would anyone be willing to make that motion other than me?
3: Uh, this is David Kawada. Um, I need to make one point. Um, I need to, I believe I need to recuse myself in regards to the um, uh, compensation for uh, commissions and boards because I have a family member who was a member of a commission
0: um what uh what commission uh, if, if you look at the figures is there any change really in compensation for that particular commission david no so it's the same so there's no change so right. by us adopting this resolution that would not create a conflict of interest to you because we're not making any change would you would that is that a fair assessment that's my judicial assessment particularly since we want to have a quorum without you
3: uh, that's my personal assessment. Yes.
0: Okay. So um, as, as the chair of this commission, I'm going to make a finding that you do not have a conflict of interest be, uh, because there is no change that's going to be proposed. Um, and so that we could have that motion in a second and um, it would make people more comfortable. I'll be happy to make that motion. Uh, Tiffany, would you, Uh, second the motion.
2: I will second that motion.
0: All right, Um, there's been a motion. Second, any any further discussion? All right, Uh, does staff uh, clerk have that motion uh, clear as to what the motion is? Wendy?
1: I have the motion and I'm ready to take the roll when you advise.
0: All right, let's uh, please, uh, all in favor.
1: Member Fink?
2: Aye.
1: Member Quada,
0: Aye.
1: And Chair Scotland?
0: Aye. Okay, that uh, completes item four. And uh, I'm sorry to uh, provide that, uh, require that extra burden uh, for you, Shelley and staff, but if we could get that ASAP and then Wendy, if we could uh, look at trying to schedule another meeting as soon as possible, um, uh, that would be terrific.
1: Um, of course, we'll coordinate with Shelly because she'll need the time to prepare the report and then we'll right. reach back out to the commissioners to achieve a quorum for available meeting dates. Perfect.
0: Okay, so does, uh, we get to the next uh, thing. Does anyone on the commission have any comments, ideas or questions that you would like to express? Okay, uh, hearing none, uh, I would like to express something. First of all, I really do want to thank uh, commission members and city staff for your dedication to duty Um, i've been impressed Um, i know i've uh, i've asked for additional things but uh, listen this is a this is a difficult uh, task and uh, you have a difficult responsibility to pull this information together Uh, and so i just want to thank everybody uh, for that also i'd like to uh, wish uh, everyone best wishes to everyone on the commission and all the staff everybody involved in this and to anybody who happens to be watching Uh, for a uh, very happy and healthy holiday season and uh, a wonderful new year, hopefully free soon of the challenges posed by the uh, pandemic. So um, uh, anything further? Do I hear a motion to adjourn? I'll make a motion to adjourn. Second, Second? Uh, all in favor, Wendy, take the roll, please.
1: Member Fink? Aye. Member Quada,
0: aye.
1: And Chair Scotland,
0: aye. All right. Thank you all. Happy holidays. See thank you yeah. soon. Thank. You.